T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Have you ever seen President Trump look like this? Dejected, crestfallen. Did these kids really sabotage the rally? And a cop charged in George Floyd's death. It is you. Free on bail and confronted while buying Oreos. How dare you? Plus, what comic D.L. Hughley is saying today after his COVID-19 collapse on stage. Could the audience at the comedy club be in danger? Are you concerned that you're now infected? Then, mask wars. You gotta wear a mask. At Walmart. I don't like you. Inside the lift ride. Get out of my car. Plus, the chilling discovery. Oh! How a popular pandemic game led some teens to a major crime scene. <laughs> Open it. Laughing before they realized what was inside the suitcase. And... Justin Bieber fights back. What he's saying after a fan claims he sexually assaulted her six years ago. Plus, trampoline mania. Surging across America during the pandemic. But can they be dangerous? Look what happened to this high school student. What you need to know about staying safe on a trampoline. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. TikTok users may well be President Trump's latest adversary after fewer than 7,000 people attended his weekend campaign rally in Tulsa. Thousands of people who'd gotten tickets online didn't show up, thanks to a secret campaign on TikTok. We spoke with a couple of TikTok kids who told us they successfully trolled the president. Was President Trump's fiasco of a rally in Tulsa sabotaged by an army of teenagers bent on making mischief? The disastrous turnout, a paltry 6,200, filled just one-third of the indoor arena. It left the president looking dejected and forlorn when he returned to the White House, his tie undone, red hat in hand. President Trump was frustrated and angry over the turnout. Trump was said to be furious. Trump was reportedly stunned at the sight of all those empty seats. He yelled at aides backstage while looking at the endless rows of empty blue seats in the upper bowl of the stadium. I'm sure people have been yelled at and berated. Trump's former communications director, Anthony Scaramucci, told the Inside Edition he wouldn't be surprised if heads roll. I think it's a very bad metaphor, that walk of shame video for the president. I think that indicated to you how stressful that night was. Today, a bunch of teenagers across America are taking credit for the Tulsa political disaster. Using the Macarena dance to spread the word, thousands of them reserved tickets for the Tulsa rally with no intention of going, grossly inflating the expected audience. Former top Republican strategist Steve Schmidt says even his kids were involved in the effort to punk the president. You have hundreds and hundreds of thousands of kids across America millions of kids who are bored, locked down in some fundamental ways by the quarantine camps 
and activities are canceled, and they're up to some mischief on their phones and directing it at Donald Trump. Trump nemesis, New York Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, gloated. You just got rocked by teens on TikTok. We caught up with one of those TikTok teens today, 18-year-old Sophie Holtberg from St. Louis. It didn't necessarily um, keep people out from going, but it made the numbers seem so big compared to what the actual show up was that it kind of was a success. <laughs> the Trump campaign is downplaying the role that teenagers may have played in the debacle. The fact is that a week's worth of the fake news media warning people away from the rally because of COVID and protesters, coupled with recent images of American cities on fire, had a real impact. These media reports um, that he was somehow furious on the plane, there, there is no grounding in fact to that. He was very, very pleased with how the rally went. On Tuesday, the president scheduled to speak to an estimated 3,000 young people at a Phoenix megachurch. The mayor of Phoenix says the city's policy requiring face masks will not be enforced. A Nashville comedy club has closed its doors for deep cleaning after comedian D.L. Hughley collapsed while performing. As Les Trent reports, he later tested positive for COVID-19, although he was completely asymptomatic. Unexpected drama as comedian D.L. Hughley collapses on stage. I got you. I got you. He was carried backstage and rushed to a Nashville hospital where he was diagnosed with COVID-19. They ran a battery of tests and I also tested positive for COVID-19, which blew me away. Um, I was what they call asymptomatic. I didn't have... Uh, any symptoms. Hughley says he now is in quarantine at his hotel for the next 14 days. He performed for about three minutes before he passed out. John Smith was in the audience and shot that scary video. Megan Alexander spoke to him. John, are you concerned that you're now infected? I definitely. Um, it's scary that to be exposed to coronavirus. Very scary. I'm getting tested today. And as fears of a spike in COVID cases sweep the southwest USA, the war over masks continues. This was the scene at a Walmart in Florida when a customer tried to get in without a mask, a violation of the store's strict policy. An employee does what he can to stop him. Hey, sir, everybody got on masks, man. In Reno, Nevada, this lift ride gets off to a bad start. By any chance that you have a mask? No, I don't. The passenger covers his mouth with his hand, but then they have a disagreement over the route. I don't like you. And things get really nasty when the driver pulls over and tells the passenger to get out. Lyft says in a statement, the behavior shown by the rider in this video is despicable. Here in New York City, once the epicenter of the pandemic, it's phase two of the reopening with restaurant dining, but only outdoors and tables have to be set at least six feet apart. 300,000 people are now permitted to return to work, leading to fears of a so-called Carmageddon traffic jam, which failed to materialize. Carmageddon has not happened. I think people have become accustomed to working from home. Businesses have been encouraging it. Some folks are not comfortable yet going back to work. On Sunday, the World Health Organization announced 183,000 new cases of COVID-19, the largest single-day increase since the pandemic began. It's a right anyone in the judicial process enjoys. If bail is granted, they're free to leave jail until trial begins. But when one of the officers charged in the death of George Floyd went grocery shopping after making bail, he was confronted by another shopper. Stephen Fabian has details. You will be going back to jail. Trust. 
One of the police officers involved in the death of George Floyd is confronted in a supermarket after making bail. You're out of prison and you're comfortably shopping in Cub Foods as if you didn't do anything. I'm at, I wouldn't call it comfortably, I'd just say getting necessities. Rookie cop 26-year-old Jay Alexander King is one of three accused of aiding and abetting the murder of George Floyd. A fourth cop, Derek Chauvin, is facing second-degree murder charges. King held Floyd's legs as Derek Chauvin pressed his knee on Floyd's neck. He was buying Oreo cookies, a gallon of milk, and some Ready Whip when he was confronted in a store in a Minneapolis suburb. I don't even think you should be out on bail. I can understand. I mean, how does it feel? I'm sorry you feel that way. The sight of King, free on $750,000 bail, infuriated the shopper so much she followed him to the checkout counter where she continued to heckle him. King did not lose his cool. This is the officer who was let out of jail today for shooting George Floyd. Or, I'm sorry, suffocating him. Amid calls for big city police departments to be defunded, there was an upsurge in lawlessness over the weekend. In Chicago, 104 people were shot, 14 of them killed. In New York City, 38 people were shot. As the demands for racial justice continue, New York's Museum of Natural History is agreeing to take down this bronze statue of Teddy Roosevelt. The figures of a Native American and an African man beside Roosevelt, who's riding a horse, are seen as symbols of racism and colonialism. Roosevelt's great-grandson is supporting the move. But President Trump tweeted, ridiculous, don't do it. And NASCAR's decision to ban the Confederate flag is getting some disturbing pushback. Someone left a noose hanging in the garage stall of Bubba Wallace, the only African-American NASCAR driver who spearheaded the campaign to have the flag banned. In a stirring display of solidarity, NASCAR drivers and their pit crews escorted Wallace's number 43 car to the front of the grid before today's race, a gesture that moved him to tears. What started as a fun adventure ended with a very grisly discovery. Some teens who were using a TikTok app that randomly generates a nearby location to explore got to the location. And as Amber Cogliano reports, they were shocked by what they found. These teens are about to make a gruesome discovery. Guys, we found a suitcase at the beach. They were exploring a remote part of a beach in Seattle when they came across the mysterious black luggage. At first, they had no idea what was inside, which is why they can be heard joking around in the video. Wait, open it. It stinks, y'all. Suddenly, as they poked open the suitcase with a stick, the smell became overwhelming, and only then did they realize something sinister might be inside. Okay, so she's calling the police so we can see if it's actually a dead body or it's just... Food. When cops got there, they confirmed the presence of human remains in the trash bag stuffed inside the suitcase. So how did the teens end up here at this specific location where they found the suitcase? They were directed there by a smartphone app called Randonautica. The app has exploded in popularity among young people during the last few months thanks to the COVID-19 lockdown. It's supposed to be a fun new way to explore the world around you by sending you randomly selected geographic coordinates. Joshua Langfelder created the app and says he never expected anyone to find a dead body. How did you react when you heard the news? I was shocked and surprised. Um, we reached out to the teens and made sure that they were okay and let them know that 
That wasn't what we intended. It's an unfortunate coincidence. The medical examiner is working to identify the remains and determine a cause of death. Another bag of human remains was found floating in the ocean nearby. One team called the experience so traumatic it changed my life. She's calling the police. A lot of families have been using trampolines to have some fun during lockdown, and that has led to a lot of broken bones. Megan Alexander tells you how to stay safe. The pandemic lockdown has led to a big surge in sales for trampolines, and now emergency rooms across the USA are seeing major spikes in injuries. <laughs> it's gotten so bad, doctors have a new nickname for trampolines, OFMs, which stands for Orthopedic Fracture Machines. We're definitely seeing an uptick in the number, both in the emergency room and in the urgent care, of trampoline injuries. Uh, which is a direct result of just people having more trampolines. Safety experts say serious injuries are happening because kids are challenging themselves to do riskier and more dangerous tricks. So you really need to keep an eye on your little ones when they use a trampoline, like the one I have in my backyard. 15-year-old Hank Allen used his backyard trampoline to practice flips for his high school's diving team. He spent hours perfecting his moves during the pandemic lockdown. But Hank is now recovering from a life-altering injury he suffered two weeks ago. He didn't even fall off the trampoline. He just landed wrong and is now paralyzed below the chest. Once the doctors assessed him, I could just tell from the expression on their faces um, that it was really serious. It's going to take years, really, for him to have independence and mobility and that kind of stuff. Hank vows he will one day walk again. The American Academy of Pediatrics is actually discouraging families from buying trampolines. But if you do buy a trampoline, the Academy says take precautions. Allow only one child to bounce on them at a time and no flips. Also, place the trampoline on a soft surface. They're just fun. I like to jump on trampolines. So, you know, it's just a fun time, but they are very, very dangerous. You just have to be careful on how you do them. Justin Bieber says it is factually impossible that he sexually assaulted a woman six years ago and says he's got the facts to back it up. And he's not the only big star facing allegations of sexual misconduct. Justin Bieber is firing back at claims he sexually assaulted a woman in his hotel room more than six years ago. The woman tweeted, my name is Danielle. On March 9th, 2014, I was sexually assaulted by Justin Bieber. The woman says Bieber forced himself on her at the Four Seasons Hotel when he made a surprise appearance at the South by Southwest Music Festival in Austin. The the woman made the allegations in this scathing tweet. My body felt unconscious. I don't want to go into detail about what happened next. I was sexually assaulted without my consent. I know you remember me. I hope your life is hell after this and you drown in guilt. Bieber, who was spotted on a coffee run with wife Haley in Los Angeles, took to Twitter with a flurry of denials. Factually impossible. I want to be clear. There is no truth to this story. He also posted posted receipts showing he stayed at an Airbnb and not the Four Seasons on the night of the alleged attack. Bieber's accuser came forward after another woman made her own sexual assault claims against actor Ansel Elgort, which he denies. Elgort stars in the upcoming film adaption of West Side Story. A woman named Gabby tweeted this photo with Elgort, claiming Elgort sexually assaulted me when I was 17. I was so young and he knew that. He was 20 during the alleged incident. Elgort responded, Gabby and I had a brief, legal, and entirely consensual relationship. 
He does, however, admit to handling their breakup poorly. I stopped responding to her, which is an immature and cruel thing to do to someone. I am disgusted and deeply ashamed of the way I acted. I am truly sorry. We'll be right back. Next, the 2020 ESPY Awards, Pandemic Edition. What's up, LeBron? And first, Meghan Markle's BFF loses her job. Now it's her husband's turn. I love my wife. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. We'll be right back. It was the first major awards show since the pandemic began. And this year at the ESPYs, Black Lives Matter was front and center. Quarterback Russell Wilson stepped into the spotlight at the ESPYs wearing a Black Lives Matter t-shirt. I can't breathe. And paid tribute to George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and Ahmaud Arbery. Our country's work is not anywhere close to done. We need justice. Wilson co-hosted the show virtually along with soccer star Megan Rapino and WNBA player Sue Bird. They also wore Black Lives Matter t-shirts. Several sports figures spoke out on injustice in this poignant montage. I will continue to use my platform to speak out and dismantle systemic racism. In addition to talking about racial equality, the ESPYs addressed the COVID-19 pandemic, showing how sports teams provided meals to those in need. Halle Berry made a cameo presenting the boxer Kim Clavel with a service award. Kim returned to nursing during the pandemic. Matthew McConaughey was also a virtual presenter. Tom Brady introduced a segment honoring graduating high school athletes. He was joined by GMA's Robin Roberts. You're just one of so many seniors and high schools and colleges all across this land who missed out on what should have been one of the greatest years of your lives. There was a lighthearted moment when Wilson and his pregnant wife, the singer Ciara, put on bathrobes and created a mock red carpet in their backyard with a cutout of LeBron James. What's up, LeBron? Rapino and Bird had their glamorous moment, too. Let's do it, mama style. And tribute was paid to Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna, who lost their lives in the helicopter crash five months ago. We'll be right back. Still to come. First, Meghan Markle's BFF loses her job. Now it's her husband's turn. I love my wife. Ten days ago, we told you about Meghan Markle's best friend, Jessica Mulroney, losing a TV gig because of comments some thought were racially insensitive. Well, now it has impacted her husband's TV career, too. Meghan Markle's BFF, TV personality Jessica Mulroney, lost her job as a style contributor at GMA two weeks ago. And now her husband has lost his job, too. I have decided to immediately step away from my role as anchor. Ben Mulroney, the host of a popular show in Canada, made the announcement this morning. It is my hope that that new anchor is black, indigenous, or a person of color, and they can use this important platform to inspire, to lead, and to make change. Jessica Mulroney came under fire for threatening to turn brands against popular blogger Sasha Exeter after she spoke up about the Black Lives Matter movement. And there's one thing Mulroney wants to make clear. I love my wife. And when we come back, retirement day for a dog. And finally today, a retirement party fit for a special pooch. After eight years of service, this TSA canine is calling it quits. Now comes a farewell gift from his buddies at the Indianapolis airport. 
Enough tennis balls to play catch forever in retirement. Let playtime begin. That is Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. Stay safe, and we'll see you again tomorrow. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile and get fiber-powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home yes, cool. or attending one live, no! you can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com slash internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H 2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement. Other restrictions apply. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money, and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.